Good, 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 Sounds festive. It's a great song. Oh, I had a couple drinks last night and a few good hits from an Ella Pop and a Muscadet. Ladies and gentlemen, and hey, yes. Kevin, I'll let you go ahead. Smoke session with the Good Time Buds. I'm Smoke Kevin. Session. I'm Austin. And I'm Rustiford. We got Rustiford back. Rusticles. It's uh, shitty outside team. and we were already talking, so it's like, fuck it, let's sit down and uh, get high and have ourselves a little smoke set. It's a little chap. Got Tyler Childers bringing us here. <coughs> Sturgill produced him, so you know it's good. So what does it mean to produce an album? Does it mean you put the music together, or does it mean you just funded it? I think you're just kind of there, like, helping him get along. Like, it, it can mean a yeah, number of different... Like, any like, pro- producer can mean any different. Yeah, I feel like he had a lot of influence with him. Well, the way that Sturgill described it, and I, I think this is the way any good producer would do it, is... Sturgill goes, I was just there to make sure all the pieces essentially went where they need to go, maybe throw in a couple ideas, but I'm here to just let the artist be the artist. And so, the producer who's too involved, unless that's part of their dynamic, like Mutt Lang with ACDC and like Def Leppard and those guys. Obviously Mutt Lang. Robert Mutt Lang, married to Shania Twain at one point. Obviously. But uh... Wait, is he the one that cheated on me with her best friend? Yeah. What an idiot. Yeah, no shit. Was your best friend hunt? It had to have been. We're talking Shania Twain. Here. I know. But I mean, uh, like, Shania Twain might be crazy. Dude, that guy's been banging hot babes <laughs> since day one. He's been, he produced, again, Def Leppard and ACDC, two of the biggest bands, produced each of their biggest albums of all time. He produced Back in Black and he produced Hysteria. So what did he do? Dude, Def Leppard, so, did he just help fund it? He, no, no, no. His thing was, he got it, he, he put everybody together and his, his signature is almost overproducing, but he wouldn't let he wouldn't let anybody leave the studio until it was perfect. Like there are some studios where they go in and capture the magic. You don't have to check every note, but you capture the magic. It's a lot like that. I think Sturgill's probably a little bit like that. I don't think he checks every note. Jimmy Buffett doesn't check every note. Some guys don't check every note. Mutt Lang did, and he made sure that they played every note, you know, exactly on time. Because anything he's ever produced, it's the best. Uh, like if you're testing a uh, car stereo uh, like system, you play a Mutt Lang album because the way that they did the levels and the perfect timing and stuff, it's the best way to show off your sound system. So any of the Shania Twain albums, uh, Def Leppard or Back in Black, best way to do it. Or Allison Krauss and Union Station. So you almost had a better understanding of the music itself. Yeah. Than a the good producer is as much a musician as anybody in the band. <laughs> And so, but yeah, they have, they have different levels of roles depending on what producer you have. Like, uh, for Eric Church, Homeboy, it originally started as like an acoustic piece. Like a slower acoustic piece. The whole song? The whole song. Jay Larson's the one who brought in, I think it was Jay Larson, he's the one who brought in, uh, might not be Larson, he brought in the whole orchestral thing. He brought in the whole orchestral thing where they have like that rising sound, you know, where it like... It's slowly raised, and then it just, like, hits huge, yeah. huge, like, down-tuned guitars. Yeah, did you? Like, he brought that whole idea. Like, that was all the producer, none of Eric Church, other than Eric Church wrote the song itself. Interesting. Yeah. And he would have done it completely different if it weren't for him. You gotta wait for the drop. You gotta wait for the drop. 
Is there more than that? Uh, not really. Um, so who produced Sturgill's shit? That one guy from um, Nashville that you met? What's his name? Um, Dave Cobb, who also produced Traveler by Chris Stapleton. Um, Isbell's albums. He's produced... He's the new kind of go-to producer in Nashville right now if you're wanting to make good, real music. If you want to make shitty music, you go to whoever Big Machine Records. So a producer has to have connections with some sort of recording company and stuff as well, right? Not necessarily, no. So they just gotta find the guy and make sure that they can sell it to someone? I mean, once, like... Because they're finding the bands. The producer's not necessarily connected to the record company. They may have a record company. Right, they're connected to the bands. Right? They're finding the bands, helping to put stuff together. There's a lot of producers, I think Dave Cobb's one of them, where they're basically just freelancers. Like, you pay him to come produce your album. So he's not connected to anybody, but because he's got this great name recognition, more and more people will give him a call, hey, will you produce my album? And then I think he charges probably on an album-by-album basis, I would imagine. Because he's definitely not connected to anybody, I don't think, uh, like, label-wise. I'm just trying to figure out how they get there. Are they actually (laughs) called Big Machine... Record or label? Big Machine Records is the bane of Nashville. But is that actually what their name is? Big Machine. Big Machine Records. That's fucking. Could it be more on the nose? Yeah, literally. They did Taylor Swift, Florida Georgia Line, Sam Hunt, um, pretty much any pop country star. Yeah, pretty much any pop. uh, uh, Fucking Jason Aldean. Blake Shelton. Any probably any pop country artist that's shitty that you can think of, Big Machine probably represents them. And, I mean, they've got a good model. In terms of just, like, business smarts, they've got a great model. They've sold a lot of records. They've sold a lot of nothing Yeah. to people who continue to buy it. I mean, I, you know, if you're not as serious about the music as we are, I suppose it's fun, summertime. If you don't give a shit, if you don't give a shit about country music, pop country's great for you. Yeah. But if you give a shit about, pop country would have never existed had it not been for the everything under it. And pop country's not even like what's under it. But it still somehow gloms onto the things that make the original so special. Yeah. And then, you know, cheapen it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, it's decent summertime listening music if you're just looking to get drunk. But it's not music. Yes, yeah. And so, but Big Machine specializes in that. And uh, what are you going to do? They just fucking you pump, can't, they just fucking pump them out. No, they just pump them out, dude. And every album sounds the same. It's all... You know, they did that one YouTube video where it's the six different country songs. How many songs? All blended song- together, but they completely flow because they're all the same song, essentially. How yeah. many, uh... Like same song- four chords. Yeah. How many songwriters do they have? Or do the... do the There's there's musicians- a number of songwriters in Nashville that are specific to pop country. Sometimes it'll be the artist. Not always. Rarely. You know, Jason Aldean doesn't write any shit. Real quick... I just want to say this to everybody. Jason Aldean is an ugly dude. He can't play guitar. He doesn't write songs. Has a very average voice. Why is he famous? There's no... I don't get... He knew. He had to know somebody. I try to learn all these things that I could, that would help me like maybe get famous. And so I learned to write songs. Learned, nobody's talked to me. This guy doesn't do a thing. And he's got a million, a gazillion dollars. I mean, sure, he nearly got shot in Las Vegas. But, you know, who didn't? <laughs> he just is like the. I feel like a lot of that is a filler, though. Like he might be a filler artist. He wins Entertainer of the Year. I mean, granted, but the CMAs and the also, ACMs are bullshit now. About, but he still also, wins it. I mean, at the CMAs, he, the opening act was Pitbull. Yeah, that's not good. But you also just talked about how everybody is shit right now. Yeah. In this pop country world, 
So Jason Aldean isn't any more significant than Taylor Swift. He came, he came along before them, though. He came along in 04 with Hicktown, which was a de- His first album was actually all but right. But that was the transition time. So maybe they were just looking pe- for people that didn't care about what they wrote, didn't care about what they sang, didn't care about what they did. I mean, maybe as he was long one as they could sell Big shit. Machines first, for all I know. Maybe but he was the first to get into that That's what I'm saying. Like maybe he was just a filler to get them to test something out. Because Okay, failed, I got distracted by... The way you use filler, but I hear what you're saying now, and you're probably right. I mean, like, he was probably just a stand-in dude, and then people just kind of enjoyed some of his songs and called it good. Yeah. Um, like, they could take a risk with Jason Aldean, because what are they going to lose? Yeah. I mean, the songs, you know, Hicktown was a fun song. Like, I could see why a record label would buy into that song. Well, the problem is... It was also written uh, by John Rich of Big and Rich. He was one of the co-writers, oh, really? yeah. A lot of those guys started out... Like, Blake Shelton started out really good. Yeah. Luke Bryan started out pretty good. Blake Shelton, sexiest man alive, people's sexiest man alive this yeah, year. Whatever. This year? Yeah, I saw a tweet that All said, right. did everybody die? <laughs> Literally, did every single person die? Yeah. But, um, those guys, they start out good. Yeah. Chris Young, start. they start out really good. They get a following, and then they literally just all sell out. Well, I mean, yeah, you, uh... You judge an artist, or you judge anybody by the fruit that they produce, and so it doesn't it doesn't speak well of the pop country machine. Yeah. Who's the lead singer of Smashing Pumpkins? Billy Corgan, recently Billy Corgan. on Joe Rogan. Yeah, did you hear that one? I heard it was really good, but I he has a pretty good example of how that could happen. How you could easily sell out and oh. just go for it with and lose a lot of your like core values. Yeah. Even though he continued. You want well, yeah. But like they he was talking about how like he fell out with his band where there were a couple members they didn't talk to for up to sixteen years. Wow. Because I mean, he just started Eagles taking the on same all the fame, and... he just started focusing on all that. They find one person to focus on and they don't care anymore. They just want that money, they want all that extra stuff that they had before. That's true in, in the fact that, like, everybody's human. Luke Bryan's human. Jason Aldean's human. You know, if they are Sturgill coming Simpson's more from... Human, it would be Sturgill really... Sturgill Simpson is not a human being. But he Sturgill also, Simpson is a god. But didn't he god. also start when he was... What? How old is he now? Thir- Sturgill? Yeah. Didn't he start really late? Yeah. yeah. Like, he already went through a lot of shit before he, he lived, started He singing. lived a life. He lived a real yeah. life. A lot of these people start really young. Yeah. And they get addicted to it. Like, how hard... It would be impossible to stay humble... If we were just given a hundred million dollars right now because we just do stupid shit, yeah, and because people are willing to watch it, it would take it would be hard to want to stay the exact same. It with a hundred yeah. million dollars, it takes legitimate effort to yeah. To but that's stay also humble. why you should respect those people a lot more. It's true. Yeah. Um, we were talking about uh, songwriters. You know, songwriters in Nashville. Before I went off on the other thing. Uh, They've got like five or six like main guys who write or at least co-write on like 90% of the pop country songs. And so, and like this one guy, what's his name? He wrote Shotgun Rider, Dallas Davidson. Shotgun Rider is actually a decent his song. His name is Dallas Davidson. Dallas Davidson. Um, <laughs> he sounds like a bad country song. Yeah, well, I mean, he wrote That's My Kind of Night and he wrote just the shittiest of the shit pop country songs. And so you've got that group of people out there that are writing those songs. The problem is, you know, he claims to really stand behind what he's written. And I, I mean, for all we know, because he goes, that's really what we do. We go out and we ride in our trucks and we fucking get muddy and drink beer with chicks and fucking short fucking Daisy Dukes. Is that true? I don't know, but that's all he writes about. His name's Dallas Davidson. Dallas Davidson. Oh. 
and um, like, he's I just mean, responsible for a lot of that s- exactly if, similar sounding. If bullshit. we were a little more farm tart esque versus hipster esque, we would probably be doing shit like that. Yeah, I agree, but I think I I, I not, would disagree because all of us. I grew up on a farm. You grew up working on a dairy. Kevin's worked on the farm farm for such a long time. We've had every opportunity to be complete farm tars, but we've gone, no. We could see why it's it okay. makes right. you Well that's what I meant by like or the mentality of like farm tard versus yeah. hipster. That's true. That that split. Maybe hipster's a wrong way to describe yeah, it. But we kinda you are. Can, but here's yeah. the and like like just there's that's a, that's a different mentality. I'm yeah. saying if we with the opportunities like you're saying that we had growing up, if we were a little more farm tart esque like some people that I might live with, whole, you would probably end up doing a lot of that shit and finding it appealing when you listen to it. I yeah. I agree. However, also, there are also stupid. there are also smart farm tarts. Yeah. Farm tart is not an intelligence thing, although it often is. But farm tart is just, you know, you're super country or redneck you're or whatever. You're super into the whole farming. But, I was, it, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're dumb. No. And, like, I've been a total, I've been, like, a complete farm tart at times in my life. And I still was like, that pop country shit is fucking Yeah, I'm not using a farm tart on an intelligent basis or a hipster on an yeah. intelligent basis. But, yeah, if, just, that, if your life was steeped in it and you didn't think about it enough to be above it, yeah, I would probably write Here's the difference. Like if I was more into just, like, stupid, like, stupid. Just dumb appearing stuff like mudding and fucking hunting all the time and just shooting guns like crazy, which I do enjoy. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just not going to go out of my way to do it. Yeah. I'm do other shit. I wouldn't have bought a Jeep Patriot. I would have bought a Jeep Wrangler. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could always <laughs> buy a Jeep Wrangler. Like, but you would just go for that because, like, that's what your, that's what your interest is. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's, that shit's there. I don't know. You get it. It all, it's, it's weird that, like, your whole life comes down to which road you take at the fork and it could seem like a completely innocuous like decision like do I want to because like kids when they're growing up you know they it's like I'm going to be this persona for a while or I'm going to try on this persona yeah. and so kids do that as they're growing up and a lot of that's just choice and then you go in that direction for six months a year three years who knows depending on what the phase is and based on each of those little decisions it slowly winds you into chiseling down who you end up becoming. Yeah. And it's like, what if you chose one... What if you went the hipster route instead of the farm tard route? Like, how would that manifest itself in you now? Yeah. And and we even do it now. Like, just the songs, the artists you choose to listen to every day, whether it's uplifting music or death metal or EDM, it has an effect on the way that you go about your day, which then has an effect on how you look at your week and then your life. And so, it's it's yeah. In eighth grade, I had fucking blonde highlight spikes. Exactly. Yeah, so I listened. That's a perfect I, example. I listened to System of a Down regularly, nice. and I had baggy pants. Yeah, nice dude. That's Dark badass. baggy pants that's with like badass. faded thighs. Yeah, that's and we've all been there. Tough as shit. That's badass. Yeah, dude, you think you're just like the toughest fucking motherfucker walking around? I had around a puka shell you... necklace that I only wore on specific Hell days. yeah, I remember yeah. wearing those to fucking junior high dances. Yeah, I was pretty, tough pretty, pretty shit. Pretty hip. It's tough as shit. You know what I don't get though <laughs> is three of my favorite artists are fucking Billy Currington, uh, Jake Owen, and Dirks Bentley. And they're, they flirt with pop country, but oh, yeah. like they do it. They still do. They it retain better. their own. Well, it's because they sound like them. Yeah, they still. The su- artists who suck 
And you can argue that Luke Bryan sounds like Luke Bryan, but he doesn't. You could put anybody with those songs, and it would be the same song. You couldn't put somebody with one of Billy Currington's songs and make no. it the same as the way Billy Currington does no. it. Like though, and Jake Owen and Dirk Dirk's Bentley is just a slight He's, step above those other two guys, just in terms of there's a little better musicianship. Yeah. He actually released a bluegrass album at one point. I think 2012's Up on really? the Ridge. Yeah. I never listened to it, but Up on the Ridge was a pretty decent song. Uh, so he's like a step above. But those guys at least sound like, the, like who they are. And like Brad Paisley has always kind of been a little... I'm like, whatever. Brad Paisley's a different animal, though, because he writes, yeah, he no. sings, and he plays the, the guitar shit. like a motherfucker. Yeah. He's one of the best country guitar players to come out ever. He's legitimately yeah. ridiculously he talented. Shreds, dude. Like... All the time, you know, I practice how to play in different people's styles. Brad Paisley's, just the way that he plays his country guitar, it's one of the hardest to, like, actually try to emulate. Hmm. Like, the Shredder's easier to emulate than Brad Paisley. Because his is a lot more <laughs> intricate and just, like, the guy's a hell of a player. People, not enough people understand how good of a guitar player he is. What are your thoughts on I Kenny like Chesney? Brad. I love Kenny Chesney. Yeah, I love Kenny. I no, 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 I'm asking both of you. His favorite place in the world is the beach. Okay, so I mean, that's part of it. That's fun. That's fun. That's fun. Yeah, but if I want the beach, my go-to is Jimmy Buffett. Obviously. I like Kenny, Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney for... wants to be Jimmy Buffett so He does. Bad. Kenny Chesney was the very first country album I, I bought when I was a kid. And, I, dude, I've loved him ever since. That was When the Sun Goes Down, which had a shitload of good songs. I mean that helped, that obviously. was Uncle Cracker. Yeah, that when motherfucker the sun goes down, was good, dude. Uncle Cracker back. needs to make a fucking I saw, showing. I saw him live in Aberdeen, Washington. <laughs> that guy puts on a hell of a show. He's an awesome I, entertainer. I like Kenny Chesney, but I don't hold him in any. Let sort me just of name a couple of his hits and no. tell me that you don't go. No, God, I, I love know, that song. I too. know, I know, but let me ask you this: I put Kenny Chesney above Billy Currington for sure. Le- Kenny, Probably above Ch- Jake Kenny Owen. Chesney or Alan Jackson. Those guys aren't comparable. Yes, they are. Well, they're comparable in the fact that they're both artists. Uh, well, they are, but they're in a different. They're in a different class. Alan Jackson's like, fo- you know, neo. He's Jackson. a neo country traditionalist. Yeah, but what would, he's would, asking, what would you rather listen to? If you had two choices, and those are the only two, I would rather. Listen it depends. To am I going to Corvallis or am I going? It doesn't matter. To the farm. No, it Alan does matter Jackson, because baby. Saturday, no, Saturday, Saturday afternoon. You're sitting in your house. You just got high. I'm sitting here. You're at yeah. your house. You just got high, and you're thinking about cleaning. Maybe doing, maybe just like, and have a little bit of fun with it. You're on your own, having a little bit of fun. You want to listen to something that'll bring you up a little bit and have a good time. Drink too. a couple beers. Yeah, and you're just cleaning the house, just like fucking vibing. Kenny Chesney. No. Yeah, I, yeah. I I'll say it. I'll say it. And you know why? I, I, I like I, that scenario. I <laughs> and that's a good argument. I was really back and forth. Like I kind of want to pick Alan Jackson. Yeah, because that would be a pretty. But good I one. like. You could vacuum pretty. I like well I like Alan Kenny Jackson. Chesney's um, demeanor. I like his demeanor, but like his songs aren't just island songs. He's got like some decent oh, he, rock no. songs too. And he's got like some Live Those Songs is a kick ass song. Yeah. Young. Oh. American Kids, I like, you didn't really like. I 100% agree that Kenny Chesney has. I, I just think songs. he's more. But I just. I just Alan, he's not more fun he's than Alan also, Jackson. He's also wrote more songs that I dislike than Alan Jackson ever. Like, I can put on an Alan Jackson discography and listen to every song and I like most of them. I couldn't. You know what song I don't like that everybody likes of Alan Jackson's? Is this and, his song? Um, oh, I hate that song. I don't, I hate that song. don't even get me started on that song. <laughs> I, don't like that song. I don't really like... Well, here's the thing. I hate it for a long time. I'm starting to come around on it, but I still don't love it. If it comes on, I'm going to change the station. Remember when. Really? I, 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 I like it. <laughs> that was the first album I ever bought. 
Really? Was that Greatest Hits Volume 2? It might have been. But I hated that because when I was a kid, it used to come on CMT all the time instead of like Montgomery Gentry's Hell Yeah or Chicks Dig It by Chris Cagle. By the way, quick side story. I I went to a jam uh, in Salem like two weekends ago. I met a guy who used to party with Chris Cagle. Nice. Just like get drunk with Chris Cagle. Nice. He says they like to party hard. So Obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. but the point is, instead of all the fun, like doesn't cool, he, funny, doesn't he harm celebrity by Brad Paisley? Huh? Pretty sure he does that, right? Yeah. That guy likes to party. Oh, yeah. He hurts himself because it's just... Solid point. Solid point. <laughs> uh, and like, uh, Celebrity was a hilarious video on CMT. And then there's Remember When. Yeah. Just depressing. A somber, slow song in like a green camera lens. Ten, yeah. That's just like slow moving with like pictures of his kids flashing around him. And yeah, maybe when I'm 50 and I've got a couple kids, I'll go, that song might make me cry. Who knows? Right now, though. Don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, uh, so I gotta go Kenny Chesney, but Alan Jackson's not that far behind. I love Alan Jackson. Chattahoochee, good time. Uh, country Boy. Uh, Mercury Blues, Tall Tall Trees, Tall Tall Trees, Who's Cheating Who, Pop Papa Top, Papa, Papa Top, classic. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, can, I even like Drive. Drive's a hell of a song. I yeah. fucking love Drive. Drive's a hell of a song because it's, it puts it, you in a mood. It fully captures. <laughs> it it fully captures. Puts you in a mood. The, the it it somehow musically it captures the experience of like driving. It's just what time. you want to. Yeah, it's what you want to remember about like. Being a kid with your dad. It's what you want to remember about your dad? It's like that guy yeah. taught me how to drive. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Alan Jackson is. I always. Good. I always like forget about him. Like I underrate him, but I fucking love. I get on Alan Jackson kicks, where I just fucking cannot get it up. Yeah. I don't really get that. He can. He can. He's a night changer. Oh yeah! If he comes on the radio at the right time, like Alan if Jackson he's play, like usually when you walk into Romans, they're playing slow shitty shit on the just the overhead speakers. But if that one night we walked in there and Alan Jackson was playing, dude, I it'll get you in the right mood. I partied so hard, we oh. sang so much karaoke. Jeez, Kevin. Yeah, well, I did that while talking. Pretty impressive. Um, yeah, Alan Jackson's great. Um, Kenny Chesney. What about George Strait? George Strait is great. Didn't write any of his songs, so I respect him less, but I still love him. Uh, I like George Strait, but he's not the king of country. Hell no. No, I get that. I, don't I mean, like granted, him. does he look and yes. sound like the, king, like of the king of country? Yes, yes, he does. But I don't think you can call yourself the king of country if you didn't write a single god. I mean, maybe he Did wrote... Did he not write a single song? He Was maybe wrote one proven? or two. He probably wrote he may, I'm sure he wrote a couple. You're not going to do... You're not going to have 50 number ones over a span of albums. 50 number ones is ridiculous. Yeah. But 50 number ones over a span of albums and not have written one or two to put them out there. But that's what makes guys like Merle Haggard, David Allen Coe, Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings. That's what makes those guys, Willie Nelson, Chris Christopherson, all so special is the fact that they lived hard country lives and they somehow took their experiences, their feelings, and their you know, attitude and turn it into music form and that's why they're remembered. How great would it be to be a youth during Johnny Cash uprisings? Yeah. yeah. Like when he is coming up playing on the radio your parents are telling you it's devil you music can't listen yeah. and all you want to do is just fucking listen to it because there's nothing else going on. Just yeah. Johnny Cash singing about fucking being living a hard life. Yeah, Cocaine dude. blues. Yeah. Yeah. What if those just people what if those like in the fucking well, the, when was that the 50s? 
When he first started coming in? 50s up to 60s, 60s yeah. 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 Well, everybody used to devil music. What if they heard death metal? Like that, like that really deep, like yeah. screamo. Yeah. Ha- they would lose their fucking minds. They can't handle. Dum 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 dum. They can't handle that. There needs to be a camera for that one. Yeah. <laughs> you got to make a certain face to yeah, make those sounds. Everyone fucking hates the generation before them. There's music though. But like the there's no okay them. the younger generation. Now that music. now that you say that, nothing that we say further about music currently is gonna have any value because we're just hating the generation. Before. I disagree. Like, you know why? I, like I disagree I'm because saying, we're smarter. But we're, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like <sighs> I'm not talking about. But what I was about to say before you said that, the reason I came back with that is I hate music now. Yeah. But I liked music in 2005. In five years, in five years, when we're living in a post-future dystopia, you're gonna wish that we had still had those tunes that we have right now. Like eventually, everything, be, every, eventually everything becomes. Five, you're giving us five years. Five, five years. years. Um, you're you're, you're lucky. lucky. You're lucky. I gave you five. We gotta be wish Luke Bryan came back. Yeah. We he never left. What I'm saying is, even the singing high school songs when he's eighty. Even the shitty songs that are overplayed on radio. Eventually, they become nostalgic because they're played so synonymously while you were in that time. They do bring up a time that I was good. Like when you listen to it once, like one song for the first time, or you hear something for the first time in a place, you can easily remember that. Song. Oh yeah. Like sometimes if there was something specific about it. Yeah, like when I had my iPhone, it would sometimes replay podcasts I already heard. Uh-huh. And like sometimes, like when I'm like out working, I'll walk through a field or something, and I'll hear that old podcast. Like, oh, I remember being here at that yeah. point in time because I was like, this was really interesting, something I remembered. Yeah. Music can do that to you. That's why I don't listen to the radio. Here's- I will not get poisoned <laughs> by that bullshit yeah. and start remembering shit because of it. Yeah, one, well, radio's so close to being on its way out because they play more commercials than I swear ever, and it's because they don't have the kind of capital to back up being able to play songs instead of commercials. And people are already moving to the online podcasts and iTunes and uh, fucking. I don't think that's statistically. Spotify. Accurate. Why not? 105.1 made the claim yesterday that everybody gets all the, 70% of their information daily by the radio. That's why you need to advertise with them. Where'd you hear 105.1. that? 105.1. <laughs> oh, you heard that on the radio. <laughs> um, yeah. And where was I going with this? You're uh, saying the radio's going out. The radio's I, going out. With. Uh, nobody would oh, make that claim. So, but you, you also made the claim that everybody, you know, the generation blown, we all hate their, you know, everybody hates their music. And it's usually, it, I mean, obviously, usually it's just because you can't understand it. I could be wrong, but I feel like we critique music enough that we're, well, I feel like we'll at least be able to get a grasp, maybe. Yeah. Like, we, like we how many, how many everything. of those, yeah, well, that's true. Like, but like, how many of do. those older people who say that's a, how many people who say that's the devil's music listen to one fucking word of that song? Yeah. None of them. Yeah. yeah. It's like people who don't do drugs trying to pass laws on how to handle drugs. No. You need <laughs> you need a panel of people. You need a non-user. You need a current... If we're talking weed, you need a current user. And then you need somebody who maybe moved away from it. You need all the perspectives to get a... Co- you can't have a non-drug user regulate... People who use drugs because it's a mental thing. Yeah. And they can't understand how that mental thing works, but they're still trying to, you know, Yeah. whatever. Follow-up question. How do we get Devin on Senate? 
Yeah, how do we? <laughs> Are we sure we want him on set? Yeah. Just saying, that's that's the extreme side. You saying want all like, the views. Saying things like tang top and... Play it by year. Play it by year. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't want to break the bang. I don't, yeah. And then what Fluff said yesterday, which was... Uh, eavesdrop. Eavesdrop instead of eavesdrop. Like E-S... We, for the record, we absolutely should have called him on that. I couldn't do it. You, we should. We call Harrison on every single one. We need to keep us all equally. I was driving, and I. When was this? I was waiting for someone else to do it. Couple days. To be honest with you. But yeah. Yeah. We have to make sure when we see him. Good one with those. Ryan Dixon in college posted this long thing about how tough. School's going for him, and how hard things have been going in his life, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And he says, it's a doggy dog world. It's a doggy dog world. D-O-G-G-Y. D-O-G. Yeah. It's, it's a, a doggy it's dog a world. Snoop doggy dog world. It's a doggy dog world oh, out God. there, man. Ruff, ruff. Did anyone tell him? Yeah, oh, everyone just started fucking talking shit to him. And it was like he was trying to be serious. Yeah. When Facebook, like, people would actually write things on there. <laughs> I like, love Ryan Dixon, and but he... he would write that shit. Yeah, and everyone would just talk shit about that one thing. Yeah. It's funny. I love Ryan Dixon, but I he fucking part. posts like an old man. Yeah. Obviously. Like, he'll just, like, on Instagram, the, the usual thing is that people post one photo, and then they usually come up with a clever caption. Or in the case of, I'm not going to say any names, but one of our friend's girlfriends... Uh, went on uh, she took a picture of something and then she went on the internet and searched like good potential captions related to food or whatever it was then she used that and it, and I had mentioned to her it's like hey that was a pretty clever caption and then I can't say who told me the truth but they go oh no she just looked that up on the internet it's like fuck so but the point is usually people do the one picture caption done they'll do like Five pictures in a row, maybe one as a caption. He's a he's an old man. He's a he's an old he, man. He knows he's an old man. He, he is he like twenty nine. He's he like twenty nine. He wants to be old. 30, but but here's 29. the thing: Ryan Dixon was, Im, like immature. Yeah. For a long time with us, like as we were eighteen, he was twenty three, and he was that's hanging true. out with us. Like that's only two years past life for us. And we nobody were, should have been hanging out with us at 18. Yeah, we were yeah. a little bit further than he was. So, But then he went and he, like, he like overcorrected. Yeah. But he always had that old man mentality in just, like, with a young fucking foolish heart, basically. Yeah. And then just sort of <laughs> jumped the other way and just fucking lost it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a good way to put it. He's a fucking character. He is. Oh. He's, it, like, the worst part... This is not the worst part, but he's a good dude. Yeah. Just like overwhelming with his kindness. Well, because yeah. it's like not you're not supposed to be this genuine. Yeah. yeah. All like, the what time. The fuck That's is, the problem, what man. The fuck is wrong with yeah. you? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Like when he, he yelled at Kevin once. Because Kevin was making fun of me because he was my friend. Not Kevin, Ryan. Yeah. Ryan I know. was my friend. And he yelled at Kevin for making fun of me while I just, after I just got done yelling at Ryan for being a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, but it was super sincere about it. And you only, like, you want to, like, just strangle him. But what do you do? You I think high five him. Thanks, man. You're a fucking idiot. There's the door. Correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> but with every extra ounce of sincerity that you have, 
you lose an ounce of the ability to like shit on your friends. The things that like really bond like dudes, which is like shitting on people. That's not good. Then I have no sincerity left. You never no, did. No, no, no. I'm all you, just you, you on just, friends. I think you just gain sincerity. You don't and think you, you lose that on the other? I think you like. I guess it just. I guess depends, I, but I think you. It depends on who you're talking out. to. It's There's like certain, a sharp stone in the ocean, man. Sure. As it gets tumbled around enough, <laughs> it becomes soft. <laughs> I think. I think your sincerity slash shit. To, I've completely changed. I've completely changed the opinion I just voiced. Interesting. Interesting. I try to keep an open mind, Kevin. Why don't you try to keep up? Um, depending on the per, like, just so, with some people, you're more sincere and less shit talking. And other people, you're more shit talking, less sincere. It doesn't mean you're more or less connected to either one. It's just different. Yeah. So I've changed my mind. Sometimes you're more sincere with people. The problem is, <coughs> Ryan can't hang out with this group if he's looking for sincerity because it's all just. Well, he can't turn it off. Yeah, yeah that's we can true. turn it off because, like, one on one, if needed, we can be sincere. With oh, we the, we've, the three of us more than anybody else in this group. The three of us have had. Numerous, like, real deep talks. Yeah. Either on a one-on-one basis or the three of us. Totally yeah. possible. But, like, the next morning, I'm going to tell you to go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, what are you, a fag? Right. Yeah. No. But that's the thing. is like... Most of the time, sincerity is not needed. Because no. Because we yeah. know... But, because we know what's really there. But whenever the sincerity does slip in, it slips in seamlessly. And nobody ever goes, oh, quit being a fag. Like, if it's yeah. actually sincere... Everybody gets on board and rides the same train. Like yeah. we're all on, we're all, all aboard. We're all aboard if we're going down the sincerity train. Taking them right on the love train. It does. It does. We need to go out on that song, by the way. Yeah. It doesn't happen that often that we have like you know those real sincere talks, but it does happen. Yeah. And yeah, we're usually on board, but most of the time we're just talking shit, and it's a good dynamic. Yeah. It keeps. It keeps us from becoming. You know. It keeps the edge. From coming you too got, soft, it, it man. Keep, yeah, it keeps the yeah. edge. We're sitting out past the fucking tide, dude. Hell yeah. It keeps you it keeps you <laughs> having, rocks. It yeah. keeps you having <laughs> to like get better. Yeah. Because every time you fuck up, everyone call you just on your shit. jumps on you. Keep yet the, Yet Harrison doesn't get better at it. That's because he doesn't he doesn't value the same things we value. Uh, he doesn't value he all, he Good just, spelling, <laughs> proper pronunciations. He doesn't value that. He doesn't think it matters. Yeah. And I get that because I don't give a fuck about math. You know why? Because I'm not that great at math. <laughs> yeah. You know well, what I give course. a fuck about? Spelling and reading and words because I'm good at those things. Yeah. But and so Harrison would get pissed if we if we if all we talked about was cars, but we talked about it in a really unintelligent way, he'd be we pissed. We should do yeah. that. We should start. We absolutely should. I would just talk about cars because yeah. I know nothing. You guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, guys start check talking out. about the Dallas connecting to the doohickeys <laughs> that spin around in circles with those weird things that kind of look like wheels. Not to mention, you see the Circular new Dotson things? Camaro? Dotson Camaro? <laughs> Wild, <laughs> man. So we do his hatchback, right? It's got like, could have damn near 20 horsepower, dude. I bet it's 20 crazy. Horsepower? That's so powerful, man. So that's powerful. Insane. Let the ponies run. All right, baby. I think we've got a good new gag to pull on Harrison. <laughs> yeah. Which is... Because we did get off our old gag where we'd say a slightly big word and then we'd go, Harrison, <laughs> this word means this. Given the definition. Oh, that's so fun to do. Yeah. So, this is, yeah, our new one. We'll be just. We're going to be completely uneducated about cars but want to talk about it a lot. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be yeah, That's going to be a lot of it's fun. It's going to be exhausting but it's going to be fun. Yeah. Maybe that'll get him to fucking speak better. 
Well, you know how we stopped talking to him while he was in Spain? Yeah. And he, but he kind of got it eventually and then came back and didn't really talk too much about it. He missed Elaborate, us, ele- Yeah, oh yeah. So much. Obviously. He elaborated he a little bit. every day. I think he... <laughs> More than once a day. Yeah. Yeah. I just think if you go at it in that manner with him, he sort of figures it out. Because all we've done is attack him about the car shit. Tell him we don't care and he can fuck himself. But... We meet him on his change. turf. Yeah. And just... Yeah. About the subject. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And make it annoying for him. That sounds hilarious. I'm 100% in. Anything to fucking annoy that guy. Yeah. And you know what's great? He'll never figure out our plan because he doesn't listen to the podcast. That's oh. true. <laughs> we finally let him be on a smoke session, even though... Hey! hey. <laughs> Ian! On, welcome, uh... Welcome to the smoke session. Welcome to the smoke sesh. How's it going? <laughs> What's, uh... Just talking shit right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've, uh... We've decided we're gonna... We're gonna start talking about cars, but like we know nothing about really them. Really poorly. Like really, like talk about them like we know what we're talking about, but completely get everything wrong. And we're gonna hope it. Incur- the doohickey with the thingamabob. Yeah, that's where I went. He <laughs> went with a Datsun Camaro with twenty horsepower. Yeah. So yeah. And so we're gonna do that yeah. in hopes that it, it shows him how annoying it is when he talks and speaks poorly around us and doesn't know how to spell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll show him. <laughs> we'll show him. <laughs> we'll show him. I already know Ian's answer to this question on Alan Jackson versus Kenny Chesney. Where do you fall? Uh, it's a, I don't know why you say that, because I like both of them. Yeah, we, both, uh, we all like both of them. I'd uh, say musically talented, Alan Jackson. A little more fun, Kenny Chesney. Debatable. I'd love to go to a Kenny Chesney concert. That's more true. so than Alan Jackson, probably. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I, 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 more I 100% would do that. My, my parents won some tickets to Alan Jackson back in the day and said uh, he literally sat on a stool just probably and stood, played yeah. guitar. I could like, see. Well, he's just an old school country boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah which, is, which is fine. Right. Which is fine. And I mean, like, quality of songs, I mean, definitely go to Alan Jackson, but... Yeah, but if you're if you're the, if the question that Kevin posed to me was like if you're at home you're gonna clean your house get high a get high or you're gonna go with Kenny years. Chesney or Alan Jackson I said Kenny Chesney I'm going Alan Jackson I'm going Chattahoochee on repeat I think you could vacuum the shit out of the floor off when listening to Alan Jackson yeah like, get some good like, I can vacuum the shit out of the floor period <laughs> I like to uh, listen to uh, Dolly Parton. Oh, working yeah. nine to five <laughs> <laughs> that's a catchy little song. Something, something, way to make a living. <laughs> <laughs> Working now to How old is Dolly Parton? She's oh, the same she's age. Old. She, she doesn't, how old she doesn't look a day over yeah. 200 years old. Yeah. How is old is she? She's got to check a pendulum. Younger than Johnny Cash? Yeah. No. Is she? Yeah. Okay. That's Johnny what Cash I thought. Back in the 50s. That's what I thought. Dolly Parton probably came along late we 60s. Will. Late 60s? I would bet. That's pretty... Okay, I, th- I thought Johnny Cash was ah. early 60s. Well... Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he but he started in the 50s, so there's yeah. at okay, least a 12-year difference. He said 60s. I didn't. Yeah. I don't know. Let's look up when Dolly Parton showed I guess there's probably like at least a 10-year difference, huh? Yeah, at least. I don't, also can't judge how old Johnny Cash is, like, just by looking at him. That's all I've ever done. Never looked it up. But he just looked old as shit in the early oh, 2000s. Dolly Parton's been married... Since so, 1966. Yeah. That's a good Christian woman. Not looking to get, she hasn't necessarily been faithful. You know who else is pretty no, good? Well, Reba. McIntyre? Reba. Yeah. I enjoy when she comes on the radio. She don't necessarily seek out her music, but yeah. when she would come on the radio when I was feeding cows at four in the morning, 
I'll fucking jam out to some reverb. Look, if you don't like fancy <laughs> or when the lights went when down the lights in Georgia, went out in Georgia, out Georgia, good. If you don't like those two songs, if you that just don't like music. Your balls, yeah, yeah, no shit. Get the fuck out of here. That was pretty Might much it. Might have been born just plain white trash, but fancy was her name. That's a great song. Yeah, dude. Chick '90s chick country <laughs> singers were fucking cream of the crop. Yeah. Now they all pretty much suck. Pretty much. You know who doesn't get the respect she deserves from this group, even though she's really talented? Gretchen Wilson. Miranda Lambert. Fuck Miranda off Lambert. with that dumb Miranda shit. Lambert is not that great, but she puts on a hell of a Have you listened to her full albums? Oh my I've God. listened to her live a couple times. No, she is an excellent songwriter. She actually writes more like old-sounding country songs. What are you doing? Did you shut my cat in the door? <laughs> yeah, wait. No. I should have, like, um, hey, hey, that's how he learns. Yeah. You didn't get she's she's really All of her singles, which I'll, I'll give you, is what I hear because that's sure. what's on the radio. I don't seek out her music. Sure. That's what I hear. All sound the same. That's They're fair. She does use the flat like at seventh crazy, a lot. She's, she's like yeah. They all about how she's crazy. Yeah, it's like I don't. Care. And you married Blake Kevin, Shelton, you're a fucking idiot. You know that I've talked shit about the fact that yeah. like that was one of my main issues with her is that it's the always about seven. how she's the crazy bitch. Yeah. And every song has a flat at seventh chord. Like, it's always going to go D to C. It's always going to go G to F. It's always going to go A to G. Everybody Every knows time. that. Yeah. Every time. Like clockwork However, people. I personally like those kind of chord progressions, so it doesn't bug me that much. But it does because it's always the same subjects and same chord progression. But if you dig in deeper on her albums, she'll play traditional sounding country songs. She's a great songwriter. And I, like, Sturgill likes Miranda. There's a number of, like, real country artists who give her I'll props. give you... The benefit of the doubt on that, but I'll also tell you, I'm not going to go search that out. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just wanted to, we've never fully discussed she's fucking it, st- but she's I, stupid. she's, she's good looking she and she, she's a great singer, writes a hell of a song. She's I fairly saw her live times. She's not good live. No. She's pretty bad live. No, that's what I'm saying. So that's my experience with her. Yeah. Cause she, we always had a setup for her at the fair. And um, she always, she always came and performed at the fair in like the rodeo arena and she was just Garbage. Yeah, I think, yeah. but she was just super. She was super loud. Yeah, like she would just. She would try to like just control the whole stadium with this noise rather than actually there, like sing a song. There is a song. decent chance she's gotten I'm better gonna, since then. She's been in the game a long time. There is at least a decent chance she might be better live now. Yeah, I mean, she was, did used to be really it was not only like good. Four years ago, though. Yeah, but in four years, she's released some pretty big albums. Yeah, she has. I don't, I don't She's won album of the year with, like, her last two. So did fucking Church, dude. Yeah, Eric Church is good. What kind of argument is that? He's not good anymore. His he had one album that we didn't enjoy. Agreed. Yeah. But I'm going to I'm gonna wait till the next one comes out because I was pretty disappointed. When is that going to come out? It seems like it's been a, a maybe, little while maybe between never, albums. Maybe he's I don't know that he has any new songs that aren't on his latest album. Yeah. As yeah. far as I know. <coughs> but I don't listen to well, He's been going pretty hard for a while. He's had some big hits. Maybe he's taking a small break. Yeah. He needs to come out with something more like Chief, though. Yeah, guess. Or Outsider, maybe. Who's going to be touring together pretty soon? I think. Big and Rich. I think I know who you're going with. The Eagles and Jimmy Buffett. Who wants to go to that? I'll go see so the Eagles. Jimmy Buffett Eagles. used to open up for the Eagles in 1976. Most of the Some of the Eagles are dead, aren't they? Uh, Glenn Fry's dead. Glenn Fry's dead. Who oh, was their yeah. you know, second lead singer, but they still have Don Henley, Joe Walsh. Um, Joe Walsh Timothy is back Beachman. with them? Oh, he always plays with them. Oh, I didn't know that. He yeah, he, I knew he was on his own. He, he is on his own, but anytime the Eagles go out on tour, he goes with them. 
So yeah, Joe Walsh, Don That's Henley, good. Don Henley, who really is you know, we I can mean, we can do our rendition of Take It Easy for them. There you go. There you go. I mean, we can open for him, for sure. Yeah, 100%. You guys need an opener? No, all we sing is your biggest hit. One so. song. One song. It gets the people going. It though. does. We've never seen a crowd that doesn't like it. Yeah. We went and saw the Eagles when I was like 10. I picked that up expecting there to be something in there that was totally like. You saw who? The Eagles? To, my family's never went to concerts. We also went to a Tower of Power concert. Nice. That was fucking badass. I still be digging on James Brown. It's so good. What? Just a whole brass section behind yeah. them. Tower badass. of Power. Tower of Power. Yeah, it's badass. It's like a Motown kind of... It's just fucking... Funk. It's funky. Yeah, it's funky. It's I, like I would describe. I would describe it as funky. It's good. It sounds like something I would enjoy. I love funky music. Uh, I enjoy it. It's fun. That's why I love I Bruno Mars. I don't know any of the songs, though. It's of just, dude. Bruno Mars no, is a pretty like good funk. Oh, funky! Songs. Bruno Mars has a great funk to it. I'm fucking yeah, yeah. Bruno Mars. Yeah. Any new song that has funk to it, I'm down. Bruno Mars needs to keep doing exactly what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because never have I like been okay with like you're listening to the radio and you're at your you remember listening to the radio when you didn't have iPods and stuff? You're waiting, waiting for one song you could really enjoy that would come on. Yeah. Like Drink and Bone, What Was I Thinking? Bruno Mars has that now. Yeah. Like if 24 Karat Magic comes on or yeah. fucking um, Uptown what Funk, like. that's, yeah. Uptown that's what I like. Yeah. Those last three songs have been fucking ridiculously <laughs> killer. Treasure. I've never I haven't heard Treasure on the radio, but it's I not on the radio. I don't think it's ever been on the radio, but it's a Treasure. You don't think he's He's just the smoothest he motherfucker out there. He is the smoothest that motherfucker. That guy's like he's just the coolest. I didn't like him at first. Me neither. But man. Grenade? Gay. Yeah. Gay. Uh uh just the way you are? Gay. Like I get why people liked it. That one was overplayed. The song's still pretty dumb. Pretty much swore by Bruno Mars the whole way through. I swore by uh, <laughs> I didn't like those. Did you ever hear the lazy song? Lazy song was Lazy song okay. Was not Lazy just sit around and do. You guys want to know the worst song possibly released ever, Donkey and it's on radio now. Donkey song is up there <laughs> by Jared Neiman. Donkey yeah. song yeah. is up there. No, it's on mainstream 105, 100.3, Z100. Have you guys heard play that song by Train? They completely right. copy. Uh, the the old classic piano riff that like everybody learns in their first like two months of playing piano. It's the dumbest fucking song. And they like wrote a song with it, with that melody as the chorus. It's the shittiest thing I have ever heard in my entire life. Really? You guys want to hear it? No. Really? Well, like not right now, but right. at some point I'll be down. I didn't like Bruno Mars until Uptown Funk, honestly. That's no, pretty much yeah. when it flipped for That's, me. I mean, I never, I don't listen to that kind of music. Though. He had a pretty yeah, good kind of trippy reggae song called "Show Me" from, like back when he made kind of shittier songs. Whoa. But Uptown Funk is pretty much where it, he sealed the deal. That's when Bru- that's when he became Bruno Mars. We pretty much Uptown only Funk. listened to that at DU in the showers. What Bruno Mars? That's those his songs would come on that radio station. That was like before Uptown Funk though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like when Grenade was on there. Yeah, that's that's where I remember it. Yeah, it's from Grenade. Grenade was not a good Holy song. Shit. No, it was not. I'll catch a grenade. Yeah, for you. but it would always yeah. play on that top little shitty stereo thing at the showers. Yeah, I mean, I just remember like, when he did the Super Bowl and like yeah. I just did not like it I at all. I swore it was the like, Super Bowl. 
Bruno Mars is a showman. He is a showman. I, I, I enjoy this. He is nothing if not a showman. The guy can dance. Yeah. Yes. And when he did his tribute to Prince. Yeah. And he just fucking shredded on the guitar, did that uh, end of Let's Go Crazy. That was yeah, pretty good. He's a motherfucker. I'm fucking sorry about Bruno Mars. Yeah. He's just a fucking little tutty. Yeah, what is he, 5'4"? Little Hawaiian dude. Yeah. Just grew up copying Michael Jackson. Literally grew up dude. doing Michael Jackson and Elvis Presley. And it shows, dude. He nailed it. Yeah. yeah. I, I want one of those that 24 carat hats or whatever. Or those the, the Roman numeral hat. It's a sweet just hat. Just on an island in the middle of nowhere where there's not much influence yeah. other than what you're interested in. Where? Hawaii. 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 Yeah. Like to grow up as a kid and like to excel at something if you're actually as focused as Bruno Mars is. Funky. Yeah. Well, his parents were like traveling singers or performers or something like that. Yeah. Circus freaks. Probably. <laughs> you seen that guy move? There's no way his parents were freaks, man. Yeah. There's no way he's got all his bones. Yeah. The bearded lady inside me's twins were his fucking mother <laughs> and father. I don't know which was which. No, he's he's too pretty for those kind of. Creep, you yeah. know, creatures to be his parents. Look at him. Look at him. The guy's got perfect skin. Yeah, dude. The Siamese great, twins could have been great symmetry. The, the Siamese twins are hair. freaks, man. Freaks. <laughs> Both the, of them. The bearded lady. She's ugly as sin, but a hell of a good cook. <laughs> a sweet gal. Or a sweet gal. Yeah. A hell of a good cook. And you can floss while you eat too. Yeah. <laughs> You theoretically could have uh, a little while ago when you had your terrorist beard. Who's a in- little while ago? That was like five years ago. Yeah, a little while ago. Right. <laughs> Who's a better showman, Justin Timberlake or Bruno, Bruno Mars? Mars? Ooh, that's a good question. Bruno Mars. I think Bruno's more talented. No way, dude. Justin Timberlake's more talented. I thought you said like, his voice is a talented good, showman, dude. though. Yeah. His voice is definitely Bruno not as good as Bruno Justin Mars. Justin Timberlake is, is more talented, talented overall. He's funny. Justin Timberlake. Bruno, he's the, Bruno he's Mars is actually really funny, too, but I think Justin Timberlake's funnier. Oh, yeah. Just I mean, any of his Bring It On Down yeah, to Homelessville, any yeah. of those, those fucking sketches. Dude, he's funny as fuck on SNL. Have you guys seen the when Bruno Mars was the... I think he was the actual guest, not the musical guest, but the the host. Um, and they did some radio station, and they had him in there, and they're like, "Oh, our you know certain channels are going out," and it's like, "We need you to cover those voices while they go out, so the people don't know that we lost the signal for the radio." So it was like Michael Jackson, um, and I can't remember probably Prince, and I can't remember which the other ones were, and he performed. He sounded exactly like those people. The guy's fucking talented. I believe it's, it. it's worth a it's worth a watch. His voice is just talented. Yeah, he's got a great voice. Yeah, it's fucking high. Yeah, like I could never cover a Bruno Mars song because like my highest range maybe hits his lowest range. Like he's got a high voice, not like Adam Levine. Adam Levine's got a high girly voice. I just fucking wish Maroon Five was still good. Yeah, so fucking bad. That's one of my biggest like. Disappointments Let in the band. Letdowns, like, yeah. Like, just from where their music started. Yeah, I mean, he was one of our it, favorite bands in high school. Yeah, like, like, they had nothing but kick-ass jams. Yeah, Kiwi. Yeah, and then they just went straight pop bullshit with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Just straight Z100 music. Yeah. He's, like, because when I didn't know anything about him, 
like his voice and just like their kind of whole vibe was really cool because I didn't know anything about him. Yeah. Once I knew what? Adam Levine, like once I kind of got an idea of who he was, that eh, makes the music just not as good. Yeah. <laughs> Which sucks. Which sucks because I think he is a cool him, guy, but like. And it won't be soon before long. Our fucking yeah. money. Yeah. Then he got in that bromance with Blake Shelton. Once oh. again, once again, people's sexiest man alive. 2017 sexiest man alive. Blake How Shelton. is that possible? Because everybody else must have died. How old is he? <laughs> Blake uh, Shelton, 41. Aren't there just better people yes. around now? Yeah, you ever seen, yeah. A, you ever seen a guy There's named There's four Tom, people in this room. You ever seen a guy named Tom <laughs> yeah. Brady? Yeah. Yeah, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. God damn it, dude. I'll Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, Alright, guys, who are some other real hunks? <laughs> Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt absolutely would deserve it over fucking Blake yeah. Shelton. Brett Favre? <laughs> Brett Favre could yeah. still win it. He should win it every year. <laughs> Brett Favre should theoretically win it every year. Yeah. Because he just did his Wranglers. Yeah. Silver Fox is fucking jacked. Yeah. yeah. Silver Fox, and now he. Like he probably got a real hog right? on him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just feel like the MVP award in the NBA in the 90s where just always went to Jordan, except sexist men alive would just always go to Brett Favre. Then America would be great again. The point is, Blake Shelton, it just proves how Still non-objective that poll is. Yeah. Like, usually when the person who wins, it's like, oh, I've kind of seen them in the news, in the news quite a bit and all this different shit. I haven't heard shit from Blake Shelton in like six He's months on at the least. Voice. Yeah, a which lot is of people popular, watch that. Which is probably pretty popular. Yeah, why? Because people are dumb. That's what they like to watch. All right. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> people like to watch other people sing. <laughs> just like with it's football, just like with sports, where people like to sit on the couch and watch yeah, other people it's exercise. True, it is literally the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, except not as entertaining. No, agreed. Agreed. I don't know, dude. When it came down to carry on a wooden bow bison, like season two, Ooh, season four, maybe. One? No, dude. Season one was uh, oh, Kelly Clarkson, Kelly. then Reuben, then Clay. No, Clay Aiken was second to Reuben. Yeah. yeah. You know far too much about American Idol. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched it since I think Bo Bice lost to Carrie Underwood, um, which I think was like season four. I never watched. Aren't they in like season a thousand? Yeah, at least. Well, it, like they shut it down and now it's back. I know, Kevin. I went to fucking... Luke Bryan's going to be a judge. I know. I tried to get in. <laughs> You're going to sing one of his songs. <laughs> I might have helped. You're going to sing your song about bullshit uh, fucking... That one that that ferry driver complimented. Yeah, with the lady. Oh, uh, the Jackson Jukebox song. Yeah. That's not mine. That's Jackson. That's Jackson Jukebox. I forgot. No big deal. Um, piece of shit. <laughs> fucking pop country garbage. He is the, he is the next big pop He's country. He's the next big pop country sensation star or whatever. Okay. Jackson Jukebox. You ever heard of Jackson Jukebox? We had him on the show last week. Not a couple weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Three weeks ago. A little while ago. He's really good. He's just a fucking farm truck douchebag that sings a bunch of dumbass songs. And uh, I was listening to it on the ferry. And the ferry driver asked me, who sings that song? Because he likes it. They're not just bad. They're bad. They're written to be bad. Dude. They're written to be bad. Huh. I assume. I've never... I've never... Uh, you interviewed him. I, I wasn't he there. He seemed like a real fucking head-on-straight kind of guy. Oh, 
Michael Jackson jukebox. Anywho, um, what was that song uh, that I said we should go out on? I forgot. Was it Bruno Mars? No. No, it wasn't. Love Train. Love, Love Train. Train. All right. Yeah, let's go smoke a stogie. Talk about how cool we are. Stug. Let's see here. Here we go. <laughs> Smoke session number four. Going out on Love Train. Big and rich.